What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for the YouTube edition of the AEW Insider. We got a really good show, so let's get to it. Matt Hardy revealed a little what he will be doing with his broken persona going forward. He said, you know, if I end up going a broken Matt, or if it ends up being an abomination, whatever I end up doing, it will kind of have bits and pieces of the original broken Matt, but it's definitely going to be different. It will evolve. He said, I want to get something that I feel could be one of the most layered professional wrestling characters of all time. It's a killer idea. A different take on Matt, but it would start with Broken Matt. And on his new show, The uh, Free to Delete, he had the Young Bucks back again and he wanted them. He said they're the only ones who could take the evil demon out of him. And then it's like he had Tourette Syndrome. In the same breath, he'd be all evil and sling insults at him. So definitely a, a, a broken, uh, excuse me, a darker broken Matt is coming and I can't wait to see Dynamite tonight or when he appears. AEW and Chris Jericho's band Fozzie have both announced that all scheduled future performances they have will continue even in despite of the coronavirus. Chris Jericho also posted a pic of himself and Batista. They were on the plane together. You know he was definitely talking biz to the big guy. MJF touched on him catching shit for giving a seven-year-old the finger at a recent meet and greet. He told Newsday that, I look at it like this. I'm being myself. Everybody else in the industry is just faking it. There's nothing fake about me. And I think there are some people that appreciate that. Even if they hate me, they appreciate the fact that I'm 100% me. He also said that the match that got him hooked on wrestling and wanted to be a wrestler was Undertaker vs. Foley and 1998's Hell in a Cell. He said, after that, I just started digging deeper. You go on YouTube, you search the catalogs. I found this guy whose feet were up on a desk. He was chomping on gum real loud. You could tell he was talking to someone that was his boss, but he didn't seem to care. And plus, once I seen Roddy Piper, I knew exactly what I was going to be when I grew up. MJF also explained that his plaid berry scarf is a homage to Piper. WWE. While WrestleMania could legit be put off for a while or canceled, the city of Tampa and Jane Castor will be meeting tomorrow, Thursday, to decide what to do about future events in their area. This week, Triple H was handed, um, I mean, was taken on resp more responsibilities and the new title. We stated that we stated that Paul Triple H Levesque is now and has been serving as their executive vice president of global talent strategy and development. And it was also revealed that Shane McMahon, who had no corporate role whatsoever, was actually paid two million dollars last year, a little bit over two million. Throughout 2019, he wrestled 15 matches, so it works out that Shane earned about $139,000 per match. That's not totally accurate because you know, his appearances and meet and greets came into factor into that also. Regardless of those types of payoffs, it would make him one of the highest paid wrestlers in WWE on a per match basis. He only was surpassed by Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker, Goldberg, Triple H, and Ronda Rousey. I reported a few weeks back that WWE axed their co-presidents, George Berrios and Michelle Wilson. 
Now we get to know how much their severance package was. They're both going to get $1.4 million each. On top of that, they get a $176,000 bonus, plus health, life, and accident insurance coverage for the next 18 months. ABC Washington interviewed Ricochet and asked him if he would return to NXT. He said, For sure. That's a place I love to go. I'd call it home for me. It was a place I enjoyed thoroughly when I was there. And now that they have more exposure on the USA Network every Wednesday, I think that's huge too. So for me, sure, anytime they need a hand from me, I'll be there no problem. Rumors of Paige's in-ring return are running around like crazy. It was announced that she will be appearing on Raw to confront Bailey. A Reddit user said that if Paige returns and faces Bailey at Mania, she's going to mark the fuck out. A very reliable wrestling source on Reddit replied, get ready. All right, peace. We got to pay some bills. I got some great WWE news. I'll tell you about the Elimination Chamber. Definitely check out our videos. They're up on YouTube from us being there live at the event. Show us some love. AEW Insider on all major podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube. AEW Insider 1 on Twitter. Definitely go like, share, and subscribe to our channel, man. Check out uh, Elimination Chamber when you were sitting in the seats. Some of the things that people were saying were hilarious, including myself, of course. But we'll be right back we got some more great wwe news and some awesome random news from around the world we'll be right back peeps all right peeps welcome back let's get back to the show Brian Alvarez announced that a superstar in Seth Rollins' stable was injured during raw's main event it is believed that rezar suffered a torn bicep it's still being evaluated I've been reporting for well over a year that Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots wanted to become a WWE superstar when he's done with the NFL. Well, it has been reported by Tony Maglio of The Wrap that former New England Patriots tight end Gronkowski has officially signed with WWE, an insider told him. The ex-NFL great is set to debut one week from Friday on March 20th, SmackDown. Um, I just wanted to you know, say a disclaimer that I've seen this article all over the internet. This was the only source that said that he did sign. Everything else that said that he is close to signing. So take that with a grain of salt, peeps. AJ Styles called out The Undertaker on Raw and broke down the fourth wall by using his and his wife's real name. I personally like when they do that, but others do not, especially ex-WWE referee Jimmy Correras. He was watching Raw this week, and this is what he had to say about AJ's promo. I had a different issue with it. I know people went, ooh, when AJ went a little inside baseball and he called The Undertaker his real shoot name. I'm not a big fan of that because it's like watching the movie The Godfather and all of a sudden you call Michael Corleone Al Pacino in the middle of the movie. It makes no sense to me. Watch wrestling? Yeah, we're supposed to suspend disbelief. We're supposed to buy into the characters. But if you're supposed to buy into the characters and you're going to buy into the whole, into wrestling as a whole, you have to, you can't go overboard and start tearing down the fourth wall to the point where all credibility goes out the window. You got to stick with the characters, stay that way and have fun with it. On a positive note, AJ Styles talked good about Undertaker backstage. He says, I want to be able to learn from this man. 
How much can I learn from this man? I studied him for years. The matches with Shawn Michaels are unbelievable. I want to know what he knows. The only way to get into to get that is to get into the ring with him. The old saying goes, once you stop learning, it's time to hang up to the boots. Well, I ain't done yet. I want to learn as much as I can. The older we get, sometimes you can't do the things you used to do anymore, but you learn how. And when you want to do certain things, they have the most impact. I can't wait to sit down with Mark and we figure this out. Thomas Ciampa did an interview with Sports Kita and was asked about uh, NXT going against AEW on Wednesdays. He said, it makes it a little bit more fun. It brings that competitive edge out. I mean, I have friends over there, and I also have people over there I never met or even shared a ring with. It's awesome to see. You know, everyone, it's just elevating their game. Everyone just wants in. I don't know if people say ratings don't matter, but they sure as hell matter. Like, you want to win. And finally, for NXT tonight, which is about to start, uh, they will have two title matches, and it actually will take place inside the WWE Performance Center. So that should be awesome. Random news. Bret Hart was answering questions on social media. Somebody asked him if he liked Hulk Hogan. Hart simply replied, no, I do not like him. I think he's a phony piece of shit. Ryback pulled back the curtain on the WWE wellness policy and the testing. For example, he's pissed off because Samoa Joe popped dirty for a piss and they took three weeks to announce it. He said it's not fair. If somebody gets a dirty urine, it should be announced right away and they should be suspended right away. All these part-timers get to come in and they don't get drug tested and it's not fair to the full-time talent. He said a lot of people working on the inside even smarten the people up that a test is going to be going on. He said, you don't think some people are using some stuff, but look at Samoa Joe for an example. They, he tested positive for PED. You would never think that Joe would be taking that. But over the years, I've seen a lot of people who don't look like they'd be taking anything, and they're taking a lot of stuff. Scott Steiner had a bad collapse after last week's impact taping and was rushed to the hospital. He now has surgery ahead of, excuse me, ahead of him. We don't know at the time of this reporting if he has had it or he's going to have it, but that's pretty crazy. He needs heart surgery to rectify the problems that he is having. Busted Open Radio talked to the producer of Nef uh, excuse me, of YouTube's Vice. They do a show called Dark Side of the Ring. Their episode about Chris Benoit is coming up. They touched on that, Chavo Guerrero, and more. Chris Jericho is actually narrating the entire season. This is what they had to say. Yeah, Chris is, we actually met him doing the Chris Benoit episode. Uh, he actually came on board for the narrator for the full season after that. So he's narrating all the episodes in season two, which is really amazing. On Chavo Guerrero's role in the Benoit episode. The process of the Chris Benoit episode coming together really started with Chavo Jr. I mean, it wouldn't have happened without him. I actually met him last year when we were doing season one before the show even aired on TV. And we kind of developed this relationship over the course of a year. And it was him that really got us access to a lot of the friends and family. So we were able to tell the Benoit story. And finally, their approach to the Benoit episode. 
For us, the most important thing was not to do an expose on the story and not to sens- excuse me, sensationalize the story. Uh, it, it has, it's been done that way for the last 13 years. We really just wanted to make it about the people that are still here and what they've been going through. You know what I mean? I think it's one of the more proud moments of everybody that works for us. You know what I'm saying? This is the inner circle story. And everyone came together to support each other to tell this story. So so it's really powerful feeling that way where I don't think anyone's probably experienced this story in that way. It's kind of unique in that way. And like I said on the YouTube show, how many times is that guy going to say in that way? All right, peace. We were at the elimination chamber and it was great to be there. We didn't get coronavirus, but I do have to watch it again. I haven't had time because being there live, my daughter and I didn't like it at all. We thought the event sucked. The event was boring. The best part of the entire night is the female chamber match because Liv, Liv Morgan's pod was literally right in front of where we were sitting. So I got to look at her butt the whole time and that actually was worth the price of admission. But besides that, it stunk. If you want to see the women's match, and a tag team match definitely check out our youtube channel because i got them both on there and our comments watching it are hilarious all right peeps that's it for this uh, show uh remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms facebook and youtube under the aew insider and on twitter under the aew insider one as always i'm your host lee bence and i'll see you guys this weekend ciao peeps